the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Incidentally, uh, speaking of Mike Gallagher, I am, uh, I think, supposed to talk with him today, and I think they're going to play an interview uh, between Mike and I tomorrow on his show. Sometime, I hope, between 9 and 11, uh, so that you can hear it. It'll be a conversation about presidential politics and, I suppose, our uh, our little misunderstanding last week about uh, Mike having on his website T-shirts that say, Free Trump, uh, and me saying that that was indicative of an all-in mentality with Trump that, at this point in the primary, I'm not prepared to uh, engage in. Uh, but we had a nice conversation Thursday, and we're looking forward to having a nice conversation today, and hopefully we'll be able to hear that tomorrow uh, here on The Answer during the portion of Mike's show that plays here uh, before I come on the air at 11. Now, it's about a year ago that former Ohio State quarterback, Rose Bowl-winning quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, uh, died in a weird, weird accident in Florida, Dwayne Haskins, first-round draft pick, Washington Commanders, uh, then kind of an NFL bust. Lots of rumors, reports that he didn't really apply himself to uh, the sport of football. He was traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't remember if he – I don't think he ever played for the Steelers. I think he was getting ready to play for the Steelers, training to play for the Steelers. And he was in Broward County, Florida – Early in the morning, he was in the company of a woman who was not his wife. He got out of his car, supposedly, which ran out of gas, to go get gas. He was struck and killed by a dump truck on a freeway. Well, now uh, his widow is suing pretty much anybody and everybody that had any interaction with Dwayne Haskins in the hours leading to his death. Lawsuit filed uh, in Broward County lists four individuals, two restaurants, a golf driving range, and a hotel as defendants in the case, as well as the driver of the truck, the dump truck that hit Haskins. Now, I did some digging last night and uh, had some friends who spoke to some attorneys uh, about this particular case. And those who have read the complaint in the case uh, say that this is really a reach uh, that Dwayne Haskins at the time of his death was basically three times the legal limit of intoxication. He had a couple different drugs in his system. Uh, the attorney for Haskins widow is making some wild allegations that Haskins was involuntarily drugged, uh, that he may have been the target of a criminal conspiracy. Uh, here's a quote from the attorney. As to what occurred in the hours before Dwayne was killed, many questions remain unanswered. It is believed Dwayne was targeted and drugged as part of a blackmail and robbery conspiracy. In fact, his highly expensive watch was stolen from him shortly before his death. The filing of the lawsuit is an important step in the process of uncovering the complete truth about this tragedy. Okay, so here's what I think is going on here. Uh, Dwayne Haskins' widow, uh, obviously, uh, mourning his loss, as 
did those who knew him well and those who uh, his life crossed with. She is attempting to accuse everyone she can of anything, knowing that the notoriety of Dwayne Haskins' name will make those named in the suit more apt to settle out of court simply to avoid the headlines and anything else that's going on. I don't think there was, sadly, anything nefarious responsible for Dwayne Haskins' death except his own bad decision-making. When you're with a woman who's not your wife at that hour of the morning, it calls to mind some bad decision-making. When you are intoxicated and under the influence of drugs, it certainly suggests the presence of some bad decision-making. And dovetailing with Dwayne Haskins' difficulties becoming an NFL quarterback and a lot of the rumors that were out there about him, Dwayne just seems like another one of a long list of guys who didn't really understand the difficulty of making it in the NFL and the degree to which he was going to have to apply himself in order to do that. But I do think because it's Dwayne Haskins and it's not Don Jones who died in this accident, that the people involved, insurance companies, dump truck company, hotel, whatever, people with the deepest pockets will probably settle out of court in order just to make this go away so that they're not associated with something, even though they may not bear any fault in it. We'll see, uh, but that is uh, the read that I get on it from people who are in the know and who uh, read the complaint last night and said, man, this is an astounding amount of blame shifting from Dwayne Haskins onto others. Uh, That's pretty common in our society today, Uh, blame shifting and uh, lack of accountability and lack of responsibility. Uh, We see it in the decisions that continue to proliferate in our major institutions as they elevate and extol the virtues of a movement that should not be elevated and should not be extolled, the LGBTQ movement. We're getting more clarity on why a brand like Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, a beer, which has been typically identified with macho masculinity, right? Bud Light, a frequent advertiser on all manner of major sports events, NASCAR, the NFL, Super Bowl, Major League Baseball. Bud Light is a, you know, Iconic American brand. Budweiser, an iconic American brand. Got the Budweiser Clydesdales. Got the little Dalmatian up there. Budweiser is someone associated or an entity associated with men and masculinity. Not with the mental illness of transgenderism, which puts actual men into female costumes and purports to insult your intelligence by telling you that they are actual women, which they are not. They are presenting a caricatured view of women, an insulting view of women. It is essentially uh, gendered blackface is nothing more. As politically incorrect as blackface is in our culture today, as politically incorrect as cultural appropriation is in our world today, so should drag, and particularly transgenderism be. But the left draws a line extolling 
some and condemning others. So what is behind Bud Light publicizing its brand in association with one of the most delusional people out there who is a face of the transgender movement, Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is a man who has masqueraded as a woman for a little over a year. In that time, because of his completely detached from reality mannerisms, Dylan Mulvaney has skyrocketed to fame and acquired all kinds of, inexplicable though it may be to you and I, all kinds of marketing deals with things like Bud Light, Nike, Tampax, Oil of Olay, like beauty brands and things associated with women. Okay, so... Once Dylan Mulvaney showed up on a Bud Light beer can, and Bud Light owned that. No, it was not an April Fool's joke. No, it was not a troll. No, Dylan Mulvaney is not somebody winking at you. I know I'm a man. I'm going to prove how delusional the transgender movement is by dancing and prancing around like a little stick figure Barbie doll. And then one day I'll go, gotcha, while I laugh all the way to the bank. No, it's legit. It's legit in its lunacy. People have uncovered old interviews with the Bud Light, uh, Bud Light executives who made this happen. And this is a woman named, i got to find her name. It's really not that important, but Alyssa Heinerscheid. Alyssa Heinerscheid. She's a Bud Light executive. I'll have audio from her when we come back for the next segment of the show. Where you'll see this isn't a game they're playing with you. This is an intentional, purposeful effort to lift up the DEI lunacy, even though anyone with a brain could tell you it's going to damage their brain. All right, so we're going to get to the Bud Light executive in a second, and you'll hear how... They don't really care if they ruin the Bud Light brand. And I'll explain why this executive does not care if she cuts the knees out of the Bud Light brand. You would say, well, that'll that'll cause her to get fired. Yeah, probably will. But I'll explain why. But first, we've got a news event going on. The Louisville shooting yesterday, uh, five dead now, five victims. Six are dead, five are victims. One was the shooter. The shooter was uh, a former employee, at the, well, I guess an employee at the bank. About to get fired. Here is the uh, police chief of the city of Louisville talking about what they now know in the aftermath of this bank employee going in and killing five bank executives and shooting a Louisville police officer in the head. Uh, The officer is in uh, critical condition at the moment. Here is the Louisville police chief. To the mayor and everyone who is in attendance on today, we have learned that the suspect Uh, in this incident was a current employee with Old National Bank. We have also learned that he purchased the weapon used in this tragic incident on yesterday on April the 4th. He purchased the weapon legally from one of the local dealerships here in Louisville. We have executed a search warrant 
uh, on his residence and we have recovered items and we cannot get into specific details on what we recover at this time because again, the investigation is ongoing and we wanna make sure that we're providing accurate information. The family deserves that and the community deserves that. We also would like to share that later on this afternoon, we will be releasing body-worn camera footage of the incident. And so that information at the time will be released to you and the location so everyone will be privy to that information. Thank you. All right, so that's the latest from Louisville. Uh, five dead and um, five victims and uh, six total. So um, the gun control arguments will uh, heighten now that the gun was purchased legally. And the whole idea of the gun control argument, you see it in the Tennessee legislature in the aftermath of the Nashville shooting, is to shift the blame away from the truth that in a country where we have the Second Amendment and we have it because we don't want to be unable to defend ourselves against criminals with crime proliferating in our inner cities and, worst case scenario, we won't, we do not want to have to defend ourselves against our government, which more and more and more is weaponizing the legal system against us, you are never going to be able to stop incidents like this. You just are not going to be able to stop it. And it is a lie when Corinne Jean-Pierre says it from the podium at the White House that an assault weapons ban would fix this. The assault weapons ban that was passed uh, by Joe Biden back during the 1980s did nothing to reduce violent crime in our country, and it will not do anything now. But the lies are told to try to take rights away from you. That is the strategy of the left, is to lie. As Dennis Prager always says, truth is not a left-wing value. It's not a left-wing value when it comes to the gun control argument. It's not a left-wing value when it comes to the whole transgender mental illness nonsense that is positioned as normal and kind and inclusive. So back to the Bud Light thing. Why would they use a freak like Dylan Mulvaney who is cashing in on his costumed poorly executed acting performance as a woman. Why would Bud Light get behind this? Because Bud Light has allowed the woke fools to ascend to high positions of authority in its company. Here's Alyssa Heinerscheid, Bud Light's vice president of marketing, talking about what her mandate was. Now, I would think your mandate as vice president of marketing would be what? To sell more Bud Light. Right? That would be what I would think if I was hired as the vice president of marketing. Hey, let's get our brand out there. Let's let's get more people to drink Bud Light. Let's sell more Bud Light. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not according to Alyssa Heinerscheid. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm-hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting no. the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men mm-hmm. and representation is at sort of the heart of evolution you've got to see people who reflect you in the work and we had this hangover i mean 
Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So- out of touch humor, out of touch with her, out of touch with what she thought would elevate and evolve the brand, which she said means inclusivity, right? It means inclusivity. It means the LGBTQ agenda. It means, look, there's all these people out there who aren't drinking Bud Light. They're LGBTQ crazed people. And so if we could bring them into the Bud Light banner, wouldn't that be great? Yes, but it can't be done without driving away your core audience. And so, sure, you can go for the Dylan Mulvaney's of the world, but guess what? Dudes who go to NASCAR races, dudes who sit down and watch a football game and pound an entire case of Bud Light, they're not going to respond to Dylan Mulvaney. They're going to go, you know what? I need to drink more Bud Light because Dylan Mulvaney drinks Bud Light. Wow! At the risk of being... uh, Old-fashioned, antiquated, and out of touch. Alyssa Heinerscheid. I can tell you, I can tell you what will cause an increase in Bud Light sales. It is hiring really, really, really attractive women and putting them on camera drinking Bud Light or having them respond favorably to guys who are drinking Bud Light. That will help sell more Bud Light. Not Dylan Mulvaney on cans of Bud Light. I don't know why this is hard. Well, I do know why it's hard for Alyssa Heinerscheid. Because that wouldn't be inclusive in her mind. That wouldn't be something she could sleep well at night knowing that she had sold more Bud Light to frat boys. An out-of-touch humor. See, that offends her sensibilities. And she can afford to have it offend her sensibilities. Because you know and I know, when Bud Light suffers for this, and it's already suffering and it will suffer more, the country star, former country star, he's not really a star anymore, but he's still a name, Travis Tritt, said he's disavowing all association with Anheuser-Busch because of this stupid campaign that Bud Light has undertaken to elevate Dylan Mulvaney. It will eventually result in Alyssa Heinerscheid either A, losing her job, or be more likely just her leaving her job because she can go in there and prattle on about her woke nonsense and kneecap the brand knowing that Apple or Amazon or some other woke brand will look at her and go, wow, that's the kind of person we need. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.